0: Chapter 11, The Small Law Firm Review David, our remaining time together today will be broken into three parts. First, I'll review the roadmap with you, so I understand your answers. During this time, there will likely be moments of silence as I take notes. Then, I'll help you identify your opportunities available in your firm. Last but not least, I'll offer some advice so that you can improve your practice. Does that work for you? That works for me. According to your roadmap, your firm generates just under $400,000 per year in gross revenues and 40 leads per month, correct? Yes, from the best I can tell, that's accurate. Okay, but the roadmap also states that all 40 of those leads schedule initial consultations. According to this, 100% of your leads schedule appointments. Tell me more about that. To be honest, Richard, I wasn't sure how to answer that question. When you asked about leads, I went back to my calendar and counted all the appointments. That's the number I listed as leads. And since they all were a scheduled appointment, I put the same number for the appointments that we scheduled. Ah, that makes more sense to me, David. Okay, let me ask you this question. What happens if someone calls your office and doesn't schedule an appointment? Do you keep their information? Do you follow up with them? Or does your firm do anything with them? I'm embarrassed to say we do nothing with them. There's no reason to be embarrassed. The good news is this discovery equals opportunity. Tell me, who answers your phone in your office? We all do. Do you mean the main office line rings on every staff member phone, including yours, and whoever can get to it first does? That's right. Richard didn't say anything for a few seconds, and David figured he was taking notes, but the silence on the call was unnerving. Got it. And is there anyone dedicated in your office to call back appointments that don't show up for their consultation, or consultations which don't hire the firm? I've asked my paralegal to do it, but honestly, she rarely has time. I understand. Let's keep moving through the roadmap, shall we? Sure. So of the 40 that schedule consults, 30 of them show up to your office for a meeting. Is that accurate? Yes, I know that number is correct because my paralegal changes the color of the appointment if they don't show up. About a year ago, I got frustrated with all those who were not showing up and asked her to start keeping track of it, and that's what she did. Excellent. That was very intuitive of you, David. And of those 30 appointments that show up, it says here that 14 new clients retain your firm. Is that right? Yes, I looked that information up in our practice management system. Last month, I had 14 new client matters. Good, and those clients are worth about $2,400 each. Is that right? That question was more difficult for me to answer since I didn't have our contracts at the house when I completed this roadmap, but that's a pretty good guess. Silence. That makes sense, David. Now, when someone retains your firm, do you bill them hourly or by a flat fee? Flat fee. And your primary practice area is consumer bankruptcy, correct? That's right. What percentage of your cases are Chapter 7 as compared to Chapter 13? About 70% of our business is Chapter 7. What do you charge for a Chapter 7 bankruptcy? Usually 1800 Does that include the filing fee? That includes the filing fee. The no-look Chapter 13 fee in Arizona, is that still $4,500? Yes. And do you charge the no-look fee? Yeah, it's easier than billing time. Richard took a few more seconds to make some notes. Tell me, David, regarding Chapter 7 clients, do they have to pay you in full on the day they hire you? I wish... Most people give us something on the day they retain the firm and then they pay the balance over time. Do you allow your clients to pay post-petition, meaning you do the work and then they pay you, or do you require they pay in full before you do the work? No, we have to be paid in full before we do the work. Do you trust your fees or are your fees earned upon receipt? Our fees are earned upon receipt, but we do trust the filing fee portion. All right. According to your roadmap, you allow your clients to pay their balance over time before you'll start working their case, but don't give them a specific written plan. Is that right? Yeah, they pretty much pay what they can, when they can. Thank you. The information was very helpful. How am I doing so far? You're doing wonderful. Your roadmap was very well thought out. Let's keep going, shall we? On to marketing, Richard said with contagious enthusiasm. Are you always this pumped up? Would you prefer it if I weren't? Would it make a difference? Not in a million years, Richard said with a smile. I love what I do, and I enjoy the work. Nothing turns my crank faster than unpacking opportunity in a law firm. It shows. Thank you. Now, you receive your new leads from the internet, referrals, and paid lead sources. Is that accurate? Yeah, I feel like I've tried just about everything. But most of the advertising I've spent money on feels like a waste. Tell me, what advertising have you tried that didn't work? (laughs) It might be easier to tell you what I haven't tried, David said with a chuckle. Richard thought what David said was funny, and his voice became lighthearted as he said, You're not alone. Let's see if we can put a list together of all the advertising you've tried. All right with you? All right. Let me think about all the things I've tried. There were yellow pages but they don't work at all. Then I tried letting the Yellow Pages company manage my website, and that didn't work. I don't want to interrupt you, David, but it might surprise you. In some towns, the Yellow Pages still work, though for the most part, the return on investment is no longer there, and the digital marketing arm of the Yellow Pages doesn't seem to get the job done. Yep, that was my experience too. I also tried direct mail, but it was expensive and difficult to manage. Hmm, okay. Tell me more about why you believe it was expensive. Well, we had to purchase the names, then print the letters, envelopes, and labels, then run the envelopes through the postage meter, and have a member of my staff manage the entire process, which took time away from working cases, and then it just didn't feel like anyone responded to the letters. Silence. That makes more sense now. Thank you for clearing that up for me. Tell me, do you track the responsiveness of your advertising? The Yellow Page Company gave us a tracking number when we used them, and so did avo.com. but the math never seemed to match the reality of what I saw at the office. They would tell me how many phone calls we supposedly received, but the total number of clients didn't change every month. Yes, tracking numbers provided by the marketing and advertising agencies can be deceiving. What other marketing or advertising methods have you tried? I hired a couple of different website management companies, but they all seem to overpromise and underdeliver, and the larger firms want to lock me into long term contracts, which scared me away. I struggle with long term contracts for marketing vendors too. Have you tried anything else to make the phone ring? Sure, I've tried Valpack, newspaper ads, and I recently started buying leads from companies that sell to attorneys. Have any of those lead sources worked for you? some do and some don't it's really difficult to know for sure and how do you know if they worked or not well we ask everyone who comes in for an appointment with our firm how they heard from us and i look at those as often as i can got it that information about your marketing systems was helpful let's move to the final section of the roadmap i want to discuss your lifestyle oh boy david said nervously why the oh boy david Because if you ask my wife, Jen, I don't have much of a lifestyle. Understood. I get it. And from the answers in your roadmap, I can see that. It says here you don't take any time away from the office without checking in. Is that accurate? Unfortunately, yes. When we do take the kids on a quick summer vacation, I'm always fielding calls from the office or answering emails. And when I get back to the office, there's a pile of work for me to do, and I feel like I need a vacation from my vacation, he said. I've been there, David. It got so bad one year I decided I wasn't going to take a vacation because it was just easier to work. My ECIB, who I call Maria, my East Coast Italian bride, didn't let me get away with it, but I was sick and tired of coming home exhausted from vacation. So what did you do? That's an excellent question, and I promise we'll get to that. But first, tell me, it says here you believe you work way more than you want to. How many hours do you estimate you work each week? I'll bet I work 70 hours a week. Easy. Yeah, that's a lot of hours. Tell me about it. Do you think you're adequately compensated for the hours you work? Not by a long shot. Even when we do grow the firm and take on more clients, my compensation never increases. Do you take a salary as an actual W-2 paycheck or as a draw from the company? I take a draw. Sometimes I'm the one who has to go without so I can make sure payroll for my staff is covered. Very good. I think I have enough information that I can now identify the opportunities for your firm. Can I share that with you now? Please do. Okay, here's what I've discovered to be true about most small law firms. If we can address the numbers and identify a fix for them, we can improve the business. If we improve the business, that will improve the life of the owner. Does that make sense, David? That makes sense. So when we look at the numbers of your law firm, here is what we see. Your firm generates around $33,000 in monthly gross sales. You currently have three primary lead sources. You are not sure of the true number of new leads that come into the firm every month. The firm sets 30 appointments and 14 of those show up to the office to meet with you. The average client value is twenty four hundred dollars and there is no set payment plan did i get that right david yes that sounds about right okay now this is my least favorite part of my job it's time i provided you with my scorecard for your firm it's going to sound like i'm judging you but i'm not what's important for you to understand david is i believe in mastery so my assessment of your firm is based on the concept that there are opportunities that you can embrace that will help you get closer to mastering the business of your law firm. Fair enough? Fair enough, David said in a voice that revealed his nervousness. There are two major opportunities in your firm that I want to talk to you about today. First, we need to accurately calculate the true number of leads that contact your firm. Second, we can increase the number of initial consultation appointments your firm sets every month. Can I share with you what it would look like if we made these changes? Sure. If I owned your firm, here's what I would focus on. I would set a goal of improving the process by which new leads are managed. Currently, you set 40 appointments per month, but you don't calculate the true number of leads. We're going to need to obtain an accurate number and we'll see what the true opportunity is. But for today, I'd like to assume you generate 80 leads. That sounds high, Richard. Tell me, if you had to guess, how often does the phone ring every day from prospects who call the firm inquiring about your services? I have no idea. Let's try to nail it down. Think back to yesterday. You were in the office, and you saw the phone ring. In fact, you answered some of those calls. How many of the calls that came in every day were potential clients? After a few seconds of silence, David said, if I had to guess, I'd say we get three or four calls per day. Excellent. Now, if we assume four calls per day, and there are 20 workdays in a month, I'd guess you have roughly 80 leads calling your firm every month. Is that a number we can agree on for our conversation today? As I said, that sounds high. Why do you think it's accurate? Because when I work with firms like yours, and they invest money in marketing but don't accurately track the true count of leads, I find they schedule about 50% of their leads into appointments – Since you have 40 appointments per month, 80 leads fit into my expected formula. I'll buy that. Okay, we can use that math. Now, what if I told you the average firm with your practice area can convert 75% of their leads into appointments, but they structure their practice a little differently than you do? Would that inspire you to consider changing the way you do things to manage your new leads? Uh, yeah. Okay, now for the fun part. Are you ready? Ready for what? I'm going to show you what this means to your firm in dollars and cents that primarily go to your bottom line. Yeah, I'm ready. Good. Grab a pen and paper. I'm sure you have a legal pad around there someplace, Richard said jokingly. Got it. All right. Divide the paper in two by drawing a line down the middle of the page. Done. On the left side, write these numbers. Place one under the other, giving each number its own row. 80... 40, 30, 14, $2,400. Let me know when you're done. Okay, I'm done. Good. Now, take a calculator or use the one on your cell phone and multiply 14 by $2,400. Okay, that's $33,600. Right. Please write that number under the others on the left column in its own row. And now multiply that number by 12 and tell me how much it is. $403,200. $403,200. Does that seem like an accurate representation of the revenue you expect to gross this year if nothing changed? Yes, that's a good estimate. Perfect. Please write that number down under the previous number, and at the top of that left-hand column, write the word before. Got it. Now, in the right-hand column, write these numbers in the same manner we did with the left-hand column. 80, 56, 40, 19 and $2,400 and let me know when you're done. Finished. Okay, now multiply 2,400 by 19 and tell me the answer, please. $45,600. Now write that number under the others on the right column and if you would multiply that number by 12 and tell me the answer. $547,200. Right, now write that number at the bottom of the column and write after. At the top of the right hand column. Done? Finally, if you would, subtract the total number on the before column from the total number on the bottom of the after column and tell me what you've got for an answer. Ah, it's one hundred and forty four thousand dollars, David said, with a smile in his voice that told Richard he understood what he was driving at. Feels good to see the change on paper, doesn't it, David? It sure does. Okay, put a big circle around that number. That's our target. Done. Here's the thing. If we do nothing to increase the total number of leads that are generated every month, and we focus on setting more appointments, we'll set 56 appointments rather than 40 appointments. We'll assume the show rate will remain the same since what you're doing currently is working. That means 70% of your appointments will show, or said differently, you'll meet with 40 potential new clients. Currently, 46% of the clients who meet with you retain the firm, and we won't attempt to change that for now. So 19 new clients will hire your firm every month. When we multiply the client values by the total number of clients who retain your firm each month, it provides us with a monthly gross sales number. When we multiply the monthly number by 12, we obtain the annual gross sales number. When we subtract the before number from the after number, the difference that's left is is the gross sales increase you can expect because we made three simple changes to your firm. What do you think, David? I think it would be incredible. No, it's not incredible. It's just a simple dedication to new systems and arithmetic. When can we get started? That's a fair question, but first I have a few more questions and then I have to explain to you what it means to work with me. Can you spend more time with me today or should we schedule another call? Let me text Jen so she knows I'll be a little late. After I tell her what you just told me, I'm sure she won't be too upset. Let me know when you're ready. David grabbed his cell phone and texted Jen. All right, Richard, I'm back. Your bride was okay with you being late? I kept it positive. That helped land the news more softly. Yep, nothing like some good news to grease the wheels. All right, before we move on, tell me, why is it that you got so excited about the potential of additional gross revenues? Because until now, I thought I was destined to remain right where I was. I couldn't see a path to growth without working more hours. You just showed me a way. I don't completely understand how it all works, but I see I can increase revenue without increasing my workload in the same proportion. So you see this as a way to get unstuck? Absolutely. What else do you see? I see the increased business will allow me to hire some help and bring more money home, so Jen will see all these late nights weren't all in vain. I see that too, David. You know what else I see? No. What? I see freedom. Your freedom. I see that you can build a practice that will support whatever type of life you desire to build for you and your family. At the same time, serving your community in some of their most difficult times. That's hard for me to imagine, but I'll take it. Right now, I need you to know the path I reveal to you will have its rewards But they will not come easy. Likely, what you believe to know as truth will be challenged. Are you going to be okay with that, David? As long as we don't break any ethical or bar guidelines, I'm fine with being wrong. And I'm not afraid of doing what's difficult. But I have to ask, Richard, what is this going to cost me? What would you like to pay, David? Funny. But seriously, I don't have much. And since you're not an attorney, I can't share fees with you. So how is this going to work? That's a fair question. First, I can tell you how this would typically be done. Then I'll need to provide some background information on Simon and myself. Finally, I'll share with you what I'm prepared to do. Fair enough? Fair enough. Normally, you wouldn't have met with me today. I do in my business what I teach my clients to do in theirs. Long ago, I replaced myself in the senior law firm analyst role And today, I have a team who manages Roadmap to Freedom calls like the one I did for you today. At the end of the call, my analysts invite the attorneys to invest in my Your Practice Mastered toolkit that shows them how to make the changes we've discussed today. Some of the attorneys see the value and make the investment. We even offer them a 30-day money-back guarantee if they don't like the program. Make sense? Yes. However, Simon and I have a special relationship. You see, Simon has been a client of mine for several years, and we became friends. When my son was 16, he drove too fast, and he got a citation for reckless driving. I called Simon, and he jumped in with both feet to save the day. My son Michael learned his lesson, but his mom still thinks he drives too fast. Don't all teenage boys? For sure, let's not talk about my teenage driving record. Hey, I won't judge. Thanks, David. Back to my story about Simon. When I requested an invoice, Simon wouldn't hear of it. After a few more attempts on my part, Simon decided he wanted me to pay it forward. He said that if he ever discovered an attorney who he thought had potential, that I had to personally help that attorney get on the right track. So here we are. Simon believes that you are that lawyer and has decided to cash in his Chip. Me? Really? Why? Well, I think there are two reasons. First, after meeting with you, I now understand why Simon believes you're a perfect fit. I've spoken with thousands of attorneys, and I can tell those who have what it takes from those who don't. And you, my friend, have what it takes. That's good to hear. Second, and this may sound a little strange, but it makes sense, Simon tells me you're the spinning image of his son who passed away nearly a decade ago. I'm not suggesting he believes you are his son, nor his son reincarnated, but I'm confident that he believes it's a sign that you're the attorney he's supposed to help. So I look like his deceased son? That's a little creepy. It might be, but I wouldn't make much of it. It's a coincidence. But in any case, it's one that is working in your favor. Okay, so how does this work? Great question. If you're willing, for the next three weeks, we'll meet once a week for 30 minutes. My goal will be to teach you the three basics you'll need to write the ship. You'll implement as we go along, and if all goes well, you'll see results immediately. You'll keep me posted via email of your progress every Friday for four additional weeks, and then we'll meet one more time to complete this complimentary phase of my consulting. When we're finished, you should see a noticeable difference in your practice and start to see a difference in your bank account. I like the way that sounds. As you should, assuming all goes well. At the end of our time together, I'll invite you to be my guest at a Partners Club event and then decide if you wish to invest in our Partners Club program for attorneys. You can continue to work with other attorneys like yourself, or you can choose to continue forward on your own. Sound fair? Sounds fair. So, what's the next step? Megan from my office will be in touch to schedule our meetings. If possible, I'd like to meet on Fridays at lunchtime. Does that work for you? Yes, that works. I typically don't have court on Friday afternoons. Good. And you need to go home and tell Jen about this opportunity to listen to what she has to say. I'm excited to get her feedback. I'm sure you are. If I were her, I'd be concerned that our conversation falls under the too-good-to-be-true category, Richard said while making quotes with his fingers. It feels that way to me, too, Richard. Yeah, I can see that, David. Trust me, if it weren't for my obligation to my good friend Simon, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I rarely work one-on-one for clients these days, and when I do, my services are far from free. I can only imagine. It's nice to find you're a man of your word. I am. I believe in going the extra mile, so you'll get the very best I have to offer. That's reassuring. But if I were your wife, I'd want a little more reassurance. So here it is. I'm not going to present you with a contract. I'm not going to ask you for any money or your credit card. And when our time together is complete, you are under no obligation to invest in Partners Club nor any other products or services I offer or represent. All you have to do is give me your word that you'll trust me. With verification, of course, Richard said, with that same smile David could hear over the phone. I'm not sure how I can pass that up. Thanks for making this easy to sell to Jen. She'll be concerned about money, but she's going to be concerned about time. I understand. I understand. Because of limited time today, we can't cover how you'll get the work done. But know this. The work will get done. We'll find a way to get you home for dinner. Deal? Deal.